Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Also, hit the notification bell. That way, you'll be notified whenever a new Into the Smowdown Galaxy comes your way. Also, if you like us on the podcast feed, give this a five-star review and comment on the video with your thoughts. We love having the conversation. Also, if you want to follow the Galaxy Geeks on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow us on Twitter at Galaxy Geeks One and on Instagram at Galaxy Geeks E. Ooh, Eli's lagging bad. I am your host, Eli, yeah. and joining me as always, the. You good, Eli? Am I good? I think. Yeah, I'm good. There you go. There you go. Am there we go. <laughs> Did I just screw up everything? Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Ed, <laughs> look at Brian's comment. Ah, oh, man. Hold on. You're struggling with the internet food. today, buddy. Well, in saying that, welcome to the show, everybody. Today we are do we are talking about the craziness of this past weekend. Wow. This past weekend was something else, right, Eli? Yeah, it was good. How am I? Am I now? You're good. You're good. Yeah, just took a just took a good old refresh. <laughs> anyway, that's how it works, all right? Had a joke ready for our introduction, and because of the internet, it just went. Whoosh. Hey, that's how it works around here. Yeah, I I was ready. I was ready to go. Yeah, it was the week of corruption. However, as you all saw, and this was, I will take full full blame for this. I have Finstock as manager of the week, and we'll explain that when we get to it. And again, I will take full blame on that. Because, mm-hmm. again, when we get to it, I'll explain. But yeah, full corruption week. They had some ups. They had some downs. And then at New York, we had some major revel- revelations. Yes, revelations. Yeah, revelations. We had some major revelations from one Chandru Dandapani. Do you want to go ahead and talk about that now? Get that out of the way? Or do you want to wait? Let that simmer a bit. Let's simmer a bit because normally we get more people in the live chat around midway through. If y'all would, uh, Brian, if you're watching, please um, like the video because we really want to get more people watching the video. And Brian, thank you for joining us each week. We actually really love you joining um, but yeah, let's, let's wait a little bit. We'll wait till closer to the live event. Cause I think that's mm. a better way. And more people are talking about midway through. I have an announcement. I nearly forgot. Ladies Go ahead and, and share your announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Nussbaum, if you're there, this is an announcement, Leo, maybe even Jake, if Jake is here. Cool. So for a while, you've all known that I have been wanting to be somehow attached to the Smodown. Well, that's not happening yet. However, you will be able to see me at Smodown Spectacular on December 4th. That's right. I'm going to LA. I'm going to Spectacular. I'm going to be in the audience. So if anyone out there is a fan of ours or is just going to be there in general for the Smodown, you'll be able to see this face. <laughs> so yeah. Which, which is great. Oh, I'll be able to meet the POV crew. I bet you're excited about that. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know if I'm going to be hanging out in their house though, but we'll that, that, that we'll find, we'll see about that when that happens. That's a your thing right there. Mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> I tried to convince Luke, but he said no. I'm busy. Um, I'm not flying to California. What's wrong with flying to California? I, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, like you refusing to fly out to New York. Ooh. So about that, if y'all <laughs> did not. Oh, okay. So before we dive into our of the weeks, I want to first off say if you see, if you're watching this on the replay, that there should be a link over here to the Euro Schmo channel. Yesterday, I premiered on their channel for the newest, uh, their newest episode. And wow, that was such a fun time. It was so great to be able to talk to those guys. I got to do predictions. I got to talk to them. It was it was great. I had such a good time. And I I encourage y'all to watch their channel, subscribe to their channel, because honestly, they are some great people over there and they deserve the love. But also, last week, the Galaxy Geeks got two free tickets to this past week's New York event. And neither of us could end up going because of scheduling and stuff, stuff like that. Oh, there's oh, what's up, Flick? Flicking real. Hey, Jesse, what's up? Thank you, honestly, thank you so much. I have problems. Mm hmm. He really does. <laughs> but no, that's um, I do all kinds of 3D stuff, or not 3D stuff, but th green screen backgrounds and stuff like that. That's literally my issues. He's but also hitting we his were, mic. Yeah. That's a problem, too. But no, um, we were able to get invited to the Schmodown last week, but we were not able to attend due to scheduling stuff like that. But hopefully someone was able to go in our place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesse, you've not been around in a while. Uh, yeah. We updated everything because I have problems. Hey, look, Jesse, it's so many problems. You, you don't even understand. You don't even understand. If you did, then yeah. Yeah, punch the mic. Punch that mic. I know. All right. Hey, let's, let's maybe, it. Oh. Also, if Jesse's going to be at Spectacular, I might be able to meet Jesse in person. This is going to be great. <laughs> I guarantee you're excited. Oh, 100%. Anyway, All you're right. about to segue. All right. Segue into our of the weeks. What's the first of the week this week? Our first of the week is Brother Lona Lomas for Rookie of the Week. Mm-hmm. Brother Lomas, Rookie of the Week. Yep. That's you all get, I can you say. You guys say anything? I mean, <laughs> all I can say, honestly, <laughs> look, uh, repent, yeah, Brian, yeah, repent, Brian. Hey, Brian's a great guy. He needs not repent. But if anyone who's been an avid follower of Galaxy Geeks knows my history with Brother Lomas, we've had words with each other. I'm all by myself now. But yeah, um, Brother Lomas and I have had words, and that's really all I can say more. Um, we've had interesting back and forth. I've also said that if... He would have ever have a match, another match. If he would have win, I would apologize for everything I've said. Well, he hasn't had another match. So that apology <laughs> is never going to happen. 
So yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't. I mean, he had a strong first match, lost to Frankie Alvarez, and then came back to TKO Beth May. But whatever. That's that's. Now you can talk about him. I don't have to talk anymore about him. Honestly, to me, I think Brother Lomas is an incredible player. I think the way that he, he played in that last match with that TKO, I think he is getting much better. I wish we, he would have been put into the tournament, but due to the Finstock Exchange having the rookies that they got, I I think it's great. Um, also, Jesse's commenting back. <laughs> He's still deciding on Spectacular, so <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> also, True. Brian's throwing some love for brother Lomas. And mm-hmm. honestly, I get it. <laughs> Don't you she is, she is a saint. <laughs> Beth May is amazing. I, I never blasphemed. I never blasphemed. I love Beth May. I think she is I incredible. Was, I was so sad when she lost to brother Lomas. I was, I picked her to win. I wanted brother Lomas to lose. Look, Brian hit the nail on the head and I will never deny this. Brother Lomas in my opinion, as of right now, and I'm ready for so many diehard fans of other people to hate me, Brother Lomas has the best character in the Schmodown. In my opinion. Man, I cannot believe you said that. You will own that is the only compliment from Brother Lomas you will get out of me. It's the only one. I refuse uh, to compliment Brother Lomas any further. If he's watching this. Uh. Honestly, I think Brother Lomas is an incredible um, actor and the way that he's doing his thing and his character work. And I think it's he is doing great. I'm curious to see what what when the next time we see him, I'm guessing it'll probably be next year. Maybe I but at the same time. I don't know if he's acting. That's the problem. He's so good. I don't know if it's an act. <laughs> Up here. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I could see. If Brother Lomas is that spectacular, I will team up with Brian. We will form a unit. We will defeat Brother Lomas. We will be great. I love Jesse's. I love the comment from Jesse. Thank you. Subs for the poor. Subs for the poor, please. Look, I, can can we do we need to talk about Brother Lomas anymore? Because I feel like the more we talk about it, we're gonna do we're gonna slowly get to his level of insanity just by talking about him. All right, let's move on into our ma- manager of the week. This will be and, the discussion. And I yes, Vio Drew versus oh, Brother Lomas would be absolutely amazing. Vio Drew versus Brother Lomas. What is that? I want to see that. Be? I want to see that so badly. But oh, also for that, people who don't know, this is our last rookie of the week because we've run out of rookies. Yeah, yeah, we're done with rookies now. Thanks. <laughs> Goodness, question mark? I don't know. I love talking about the rookies, but we'll do something else or we'll figure out some other section yeah. or something. So I'm saying that. Let's move on to the next. And that is our manager of the week. This is the discussion that I've been wanting to have with you Let's, for days. Yes. Let me explain. And I remember the comment that Brian Nussbaum put in on our Instagram where he said, why isn't Shannon Barney manager of the week? Because it was corruption week. Well, this is why. And this is my thinking into it. She had four <laughs> matches. What? What? What just happened? What just happened? 
Incorrect. <laughs> look, look, Koi might have been a pick for us if, um, how many matches does Koi have? Did Koi have this? He only had one, didn't Koi he? had two. He, he had, had two, two, and he won one. Yes. Yeah. But that, again, that sort of goes with the same thing. Shannon had four matches where she could have proved herself as manager of the week. If she would have won all four, or at least three of the four, it would have been without... Look, Jesse, <laughs> I'm trying to make a point here. <laughs> but, God. Look, you're you're the one that says we need to have a quick one, and then you're just disrupting everything. Anyway. I know, I love it. Um, She had four matches to prove. Even if she would have just gotten three of the four, I would have said manager of the week, Right there. She was definitely going to get one no matter what. So if she would have gotten two of the four that weren't, um, or if she would have gotten two of the three that weren't like locks victories for her, then she would have gotten manager of the week for me. However, um, Star Wars match with Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw lost it. Didn't Wasn't able to get the win against Gold Leader, managed by Gucci. Then the next one was Chaos Theory versus Deception. She was able to get that win, okay? That's one in her corner. Well, technically two because, again, Marisol Chance, it didn't matter. She was going to get the win. And then it came to Adam Collins, Brendan Meyer, which, again, I had Adam winning, and you had Brendan. But Brendan was able to pick up the victory. So that's two wins automatically in her corner with two losses. However, Dagnino had two very big matches and one of them he got a win with gold leader and then he got a dominant victory with griffey nooms so again looking at it it was very much me going oh there's really not like out of all of them he's the one with the like an o in his record where a two and O. so again that's why tom dagnino was like the clear choice to me Again, if she would have gotten three out of four, I would have picked Shannon. But again, she got two out of four. He got two out of two. It's it's one of those you just look at it that way. So my my thoughts on this was I actually went for Shannon. But the reason why we ended up going with Bobby Gucci, and this was hard because it was like Brian said, in, incorrect. Come on, awesome. everybody. Where are the and Facebook then, Exchange stands? But then also to, we're not Finstock Exchange stands. We're more I quirky know. stands. Like, like we're quirky look real. Look, I'm gonna let you finish. But Koi is the best manager of all time, all time, and I agree with him. Koi is incredible, and this week he pl- did incredible. But man, th- this is this is my reasoning for going with Bobby Gucci. I want to go with Shannon. I did, but having two losses within the week did hurt her. She was going to have that win no matter what on Saturday, and she played great. I mean, she did great. She managed incredible. She managed two people really great, but no matter what, it was going to be a win in her column anyway. Yeah. So it, but her, 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 um, mic work was incredible. And I wanted to go with Koi, but because of the live event, that that really hurt Koi this week. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because Koi is incredible. And it helped, I actually and it helped love Gucci. Koi. It helped Gucci. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. And where it I normally wouldn't go with Gucci, but Gucci honestly you know. showed himself this week. Look, I when I text him um Gucci and he was like, No, maybe Shane. And I was like fighting hard for Gucci. I told right after that, I was like, Luke, you know me. I would never fight this hard for Gucci unless I was a hundred percent certain that he was the best manager this week. And he very much proved it. Yeah. And that's that's pretty bad when you go with Gucci. That's you fight that's for when Gucci. There's a problem. That's the problem. When I start fighting for the Finsock exchange. Yeah. So in saying that, let's go on and move on to our player of the week. And this is a massive one. I think this for, is she deserved this, and that was Marisol McKee. There she was, did without a incredible. Doubt, there was without a doubt that and I told you, like I said. Whoever wins the title match is player of the week because that's just going to be the best player because like they both played phenomenally and she was able to hold her own against an experienced five rounder player. He's played in previous team five rounders. He was able to hope she was able to hold her own. She had a slip up in round four, but then was able to recover and get the victory. She was able to prove herself. She is the fifth person to ever defend that belt. Yeah. Corruption is locked for main event at Spectacular. 100%. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she's going to go up against Adam or Mike. It doesn't matter. Corruption is in the main event. That's Unless unless Christian, for some reason, decides to do a match, have John Roca have his last ride match and go, oh, the John Roca match is the main event now. Unless that happens, which if that happens, I'll be upset. I'll be very <laughs> upset at that because, again, it's one of those WWE things where the main main event title should main event the big show. So if if a Roka event happens where Roka is main eventing spectacular for the one one less ride match, then no, I, you, you're yeah. not seeing that. I I think Christian knows wrestling, and you know he's not going to do that. Yeah, he he knows that's a trope that everyone hates. Yeah, the singles event will be the event. Roka will probably be the one right before it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a little afraid. Is it bad? I'm afraid Spectacular might have too many matches already planned. Look, as of right now, it's got four fully confirmed. The Roka one's not confirmed, but we all basically know it's going to happen. Yeah. So that's only five as of right now. But you've also got that sort of match that everybody's kind of thinking about for Christian versus Kevin Smith. I mean, that would be six. Look, I'm I mean, fine with six. The event's probably going to start at one. Yeah, yeah. One their time. So, so after saying that, we'll dive more into Marisol once we talk about more about the match. But let's go ahead and talk about these up these recaps from this past week. Yep, let's go to the first match. Joseph Scrimshaw versus Gold Leader. We reacted to this match. You can see our reaction in a little card somewhere over there. Yes, I'm making him edit for the post. Um, for the for the um, yep, replay. That's the word. My brain farted. Yeah, Jericho versus Hauser too. Oh, that oh, be. There are so many matches. Yes, there is. I think that's the bad part about spectacular Look, this year. Like, and gonna you're be gonna be, like be there. A, yeah, it's gonna be WrestleMania where there are like 10 matches on the card and they're all going to last 30 minutes or an hour. 
maybe. I don't know. But anyway, this match. This was a Joseph Grimshaw coming back match, basically. And it was truly, it was the old versus the new. And determining who was going to be the better. Joseph Grimshaw still played one heck of a game. We cannot say he played bad. He still proved himself and why he's in this division. However, Gold Leader came out with the win. Uh-huh. Gold Leader, to me, is playing great. Ooh, there's some Leo. Hey, Leo. Yeah, he is one, one in five, five. One of the most... Yes, he is the most unlucky Star Wars player and uh, more unluckiest Schmodown player in general because he's so yeah. good. Well, we... He is one of the most, but we can't forget about Adam Witt, who still has yet to get a win in Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Scrimshaw was able yeah. to get a win in Star Wars, but yeah. You see? Can we see a Witt versus Scrimshaw match? That, I mean, someone's going to get a win. But I mean, no, <laughs> I would want Eric Whiteley versus Adam Witt. Yeah, that'd be fun. Anyway, the final score fun. in this match was 29-25. Again, very close match. Came down to the last question for both of these guys. And I think this gold leaders next match against Laura Kelly, that's going to be a fun match to watch for the simple fact of Laura Kelly, again, is still coming off of a title loss or yeah, title loss. So it's going to be fun to see how she plays against someone who is just as hungry, if not more hungry to play Thomas Harper. Seeing as how if Gold Leader wins the entire tournament, this will be Thomas Harper versus Gold Leader 2. In oh, spectacular. But Laura Kelly versus Gold Leader, that match is going to show who, what Gold Leader can bring to the table. Yes, this match, like we already knew what he could bring going into this match, but Scrimshaw was still the unknown factor of, is he still a bit rusty? But then... Lori Kelly, she's been playing this season. So this one, so that match will truly be the, oh, let's see what Gold Leader really got. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the next match. And that mm -hmm. is Deception versus Chaos Theory. What a match. My heart broke. I mean, I picked oh, Deception wow. to win. I didn't know that. Scrimshaw getting his five-pointer he got in a previous match. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. I did... I did um, see a screenshot of a previous match where he got that question, and then this match. I was like, oh, interesting. But but this match this broke match. my heart. I bet it did. I mean, look, I picked Deception to win, but Jacoby, always a bud, always in my heart, and seeing him unable to pull out the quest, the answer during sudden death just hurt me so much. It hurt. Uh, I that, know that, say, that seems so impossible because of how good Jacoby is. Mm -hmm. And Nick Harley is ending one and two overall. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was early in the season. Yeah. And Jacoby's had a, a year. And look, they both they were tied at the end of every round. At the end of round one, tied. End of round two, tied. End of round three, tied. Sudden death. Ugh. You never expect and to see that. And plus, how sad Chaos is it for the stars? How sad is it for the stars this season? I know it's got to hurt, but it's a, but they got to match this upcoming week that could turn things around even a little bit. 
But like, Chaos Theory got opponent's Ooh. choice. Yes, yes. If Jesse, if Jesse is in the chat still, and he just read that, he's probably thinking, "Yes, please." Um, <laughs> that would be but great. even look, I'll even mention this: when Jacoby and I were talking pre-draft, he was thinking that he was going to get drafted by the Mercs. I think he likes uh, Roxy so much, though. Yeah, so. I, and I don't want to see this team break up. I don't want to see Chaos Theory break up. They work. They work really well as a team, and I don't want to see them gone. And look, we've been talking the praises of Chaos Theory all discussion, but we can't forget Deception is an amazing team. One sec, Keith. Okay, so Deception, an amazing team. There's really not much, um, like, again, like, Deception's great. The champ former champ teaming up together when yeah they in round two let's let's look at round two they land on i believe they land on young adult adaptation i don't remember if they spin away from it yes jacoby is great at promos he's very great at promos um but yes they land on ya adaptations and then they go they great ATV deception. Can we get ATV corruption? I want ATV everyone. Give it every single member of corruption on ATVs. Give it to me now. I just want to see all the smoke down run up on ATVs. We're here to conquer. But like corruption gets YA adaptations and they are able to get the exact the exact amount of questions they need. And then they get chaos theory lands on opponent's choice. They get given they're given seventies, and they go just as good as deception. What? That was great, and that and honestly, that match just was perfect. The way 100%. it went went, and the promos were great. Yes, freaking Jacoby wearing a blindfold. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you right now. Wait, where's the camera? Right there. I love it. See? Look, and this is nothing against um, Roxy or Jacoby being with Roxy, but with the energy that Jacoby has, he just feels like a merc. <laughs> I, um, sure. That counts. Yeah, that's amazing. Sure, yeah. ATV. Yep, sure. That counts. Wait, that, okay, oh, then, yeah, Jesse, do you have an all-terrain vehicle <laughs> no there you go probably not there you go and so yeah like just jacoby feels like a quirky merc in my opinion whenever he, just watching his promos he feels like one well i feel like this season roxy has felt more like the quirky mercs than a heel faction yeah i mean all the bad luck they've been getting so yeah uh so not in just, saying that, let's Jesse, get... we're not saying the quirky mercs have bad luck. They've had really good luck no. this year. Just the, last year uh, they had the a lot of bad luck. Quirky mercs could win it. Hey, quirky mercs could win it this year. Yeah, just quirky mercs had a lot of bad luck last year. Yeah, this year though. Ooh. <laughs> I'm. I am one. Look, Jesse. I'm a fan of the quirky mercs. It's just you're catching this episode on a very anti quirky merc day. I know, right? What's up? what's mm-hmm. wrong with you today? What? Okay, moving on to the next match. 
That's a reference. Mm. Mm -hmm. Alright, let's move on to the next match. Spider-Man 3. Hey, hey, now you get to talk nice about the quirky mercs. Mm-hmm. Let's talk nice about the quirky mercs. It's the coyote getting defeated by Brendan Meyer. Yes! This was my absolute favorite. Yep. This was my absolute favorite match this week. I love this match. Yes, yeah, I would consider this probably a upset because most people did have the Coyote for this match, but I felt Brendan Meyer had it. I loved this match because to me, I felt like Brendan Meyer was really getting his groove in. Both of them were playing incredible. What what do you think of this match, Eli? I loved it. I, I Again, as you know, and Jesse is going to get ready to stab me in the face again. He's going to put some dirt in my eye. I picked Adam to win this match. Um, but Brendan played better than I was expecting. I, or at least I was expecting a more even match. It's just Adam dropped the ball quite a bit. Yes. Oh, wow. This was. He, he was perfect. They got a perfect round one. Got a perfect round two. I He didn't get his... I don't want to say pure 100% first perfect game because he didn't answer his five-pointer. That's the only reason why I don't want to call it a perfect game yet. He didn't go to his five-pointer because Adam had to answer his, but he got it wrong by saying Tom Selleck when it wasn't Tom Selleck. Um, But yeah, Brennan Meyer getting his loss from last year back. I mean, that's got to be something great, in my opinion. I Honestly, and you know me, I'm picking... I think Brandon might win his bracket. I mean, it's possible, but doesn't who is he going up against? I wish we always either, we should always have the bracket on standby. It's either Oyama or uh, the Barbarian, which I'm picking. Look here, everyone, you get to see me be anti fintech exchange for this episode. I'm picking Paul for that match. I'm just going ahead and say it now. So. Yeah, that's going to be in which if that if Paul wins, it'll be a rematch of Brendan's first match ever in the Smodown. Ooh, yeah. Wow, I did not realize his season was that bad this year. Yeah. Now, this is a good question. This is a good question. Do you think that the sophomore slump is a real thing? No, this is my thoughts on it. It's not the sophomore slump. It's whoever figures out the game has a great... When they fi- finally figure out the game, they have such a good season, they really rock it. But then their next season, everyone figures out their game. Mm-hmm. I equate it to... One of my favorite games to play is Super Smash Brothers. I love playing that game so much. And I do pretty good at it if I change up characters. Mm-hmm. If I switch up a character, no one knows how to play against me because I'm doing something different. I'm doing something new. And so I'm able to win the match. But after like three or four matches of me doing that, people figure out my game. They figure out how to beat me then. I see that the same thing with this. You had in last season was Adam Collins. That He was the player who changed the game up and was doing different things. 
studying differently, was playing differently. No one knew how to beat him. The year before that was Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman had a massive slump last year. And the year before that was his year. He got to the championship. He won the championship. He was playing a different kind of game that he's that no one knew how to beat him. Same thing the year before that with Paul Oyama. Also the same issue when it came to um, the Smasher. Everyone has this season where no one can beat them. But then their next season, everyone knows how to beat them. Now, my question is this. Do you think, with everything that you just said, does Marisol beat the algorithm then? Here's the thing. I don't put Marisol in the same category. Okay. Marisol is just playing great. Marisol is playing really good, but she's not breaking the, the game. She's not playing differently than anyone's ever played. She is just playing great. She's just playing a good game. So she's not going to be part of that algorithm because she's just not... She, I mean, she's playing incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. But I don't see her in that same conversation that I would Adam Collins last year. Because she's just playing good. good. She's not playing differently. She's not being unbeatable. She can be beat. Marisol can be beat. Adam last year just didn't feel beatable. And that, that's how they normally go. And that's actually a good thing for Marisol. It's better to be in that category where you can be beat. Because then you won't get in your head. I think Adam got in his head. I think it really got in his head this season, and that's why he struggled. Ben Bateman got in his head. You also had Paul Oyama. They got in their head. It's always whoever gets in their head first. And that's why Marisol, I don't see that because she had a rough se- r- rookie season. I mean, not that rough. I mean, she only had like a couple losses. I mean, I she was yeah, one and one, losses. I think. Was it one and one? Yeah, I mean, just one loss. And so she... I do not see that from her. I see her, if she's going to lose, then she'll just come right back. Mm-hmm. I I just don't see that same break-the-game type person okay. in Marisol. I was just curious, because a lot of people on the Facebook groups have been saying that Adam is currently having a sophomore slump. And so I was just curious your thoughts on if the sophomore slump is a real thing. I I just think it's... I don't think it's a sophomore slump. Because I think it's more the idea of, oh uh, yeah, happened last uh, last se- happened with Goddard last season. He went four mm-hmm. and one, and it's season zero and four. Yeah, but honestly, I don't know if I put that as a sophomore slump. I just think Goddard got out of the game after he didn't go into the tournament. He got in his head, and it's whatever gets in these competitors' heads that's what matters. And so that's why I say. I don't put to a sophomore slump because I think that's easy to go down. It's like, oh, it's their second season and they're struggling. No, it's they're figuring them out. The other players are just starting to figure out these players. Yeah, because if they get in their heads, because if we're going to use the sophomore slump mentality, then Robert Parker should be having a sophomore slump and he's about to contend for and he's currently the number one contender and about to play for a title. at spectacular. Also, look at Brendan Meyer. I mean, did Brendan Meyer ever have a sophomore slump? I don't remember him having a sophomore slump. No, I mean, it's it's not for every player. I I think it's just when you have a player in general who just plays a different kind of game, who just plays incredible, mm-hmm. their next year, if they're not as incredible, everybody says, oh, it's a sophomore slump. No, Adam's playing a good, good game. He's just being figured out. Yeah, and if you look at all the people that he's playing up against, like he went, he's gone up against this season, Dan Merle. 
JTE, um, Peggy Gubbins, Brennan Meyer. All of them are great players. He was able to beat Peggy. Yeah. But all the people he lost to can be contenders for singles belts. And one of them was, he lost the singles belt to Dan Merle. So I'm like. It's Dan Merle. Yeah. I mean, so it, it happens. It happens to everyone. I mean, I'll say, I'll say this. Even when Dan came back, uh, when he got TKO'd from, from Andrew, it wasn't because he was just having a slump. It's because the game changed. Mm-hmm. Because Andrew figured out how to get in his head. It's not about having a slump. It's, can you get in this person's head? And Andrew was good at it. And I think in this season, I think Adam's in his head. Yeah. And I think he just needs a he needs a good break. I think after this 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 uh tournament, um he needs to slow down. Well, don't forget and, yeah. he's still in the teams. Yeah, and I say after this this teams tournament mm-hmm. if he wins, then he can keep going, but if he loses, he needs a good break. I yeah. I don't think a break for Adam Collins is a bad thing. I think having some time to restudy, re reground their themselves would be good for Adam. A hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. I don't really have anything else to talk about for this match other than good luck to Brendan, whether he goes up against Barbarian or Paul. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one is massive. These two matches. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about the Newman Horowitz match first. What'd you think? How devastating do you have to be when you are able to go into the match full confidence everyone like you have full confidence for you and then you're able to knock out someone who a lot of people were considering rookie of the year griffin newman brought his a game Mm -hmm. he only missed one question no he missed two questions honestly and i know we're praising the finstock exchange a lot the finstock exchange this season has impressed so many exactly like yes yeah it was and oh i didn't know that (laughs) that's bad jesse don't look at that comment don't look at that comment (laughs) um but yeah um josh before this he was at new york comic-con he was doing he was probably doing the rounds and you know all the stuff that a reporter does when that's your job and so he was probably just tired and worn worn out. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with Leo. I did feel yeah. bad for Horowitz. I mean. It just, I think the thing I was just shocked about was all, like, there are a lot of them that were very obvious answers. Like, again, I'm not going to say easy questions because I've just, like, you know the, peop- the people I've played. You've seen. Luke, you have seen the other matches that I've played in in the online trivia leagues. You know how hard those questions. You know those questions. But like a lot of them were very much like because I was tied with um, Griffey Nooms at the end of round one when I did my reaction to it. And so I was like, wow, I'm shocked Josh missed this much. And then going in the Pixar, I was like, oh, he's going to do fine. He's going to do great in it because Pixar is a great category. And then he missed almost all of them. I think he only got one of them right. Um, I think, hey, Brian, on this one, 
I see where you're coming from. I think I'm going to have to disagree now. Well, having we can't a, forget, we cannot forget he's still in the team's tournament. Yes, but you also have these incredible rookies this season. And you've got Thomas Harper. Thomas yeah. Harper has not lost. He's ha- he's missed one question all year. I mean, no, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. He has missed more than one question. I, I take that back. But like, I could see him still being in like the contendership, but winning—that's officially out. Yes. By the oh my goodness, that was mwah. I loved it so much. Man, I feel bad. We're talking down to Josh's and his faction, and we're just praising the Finsock Exchange, and I don't want to make it seem like we hate the Quirky Mercs. Because we don't. Are one of our, they're one of our favorite factions, honestly. Mm-hmm. You, out of this, you and me, you're the Quirky Merc shill. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, again, it's just, Griffey Nooms was in it. And, you know, the Finsock Exchange this season... Their rookies are really showing just what they got. Oh, I was gonna ask, did you see this on the on Frankie Alvarez's Twitter? The, Rick the Rager has stolen his Twitter. What? Yes. No, he hasn't. Uh huh. No, he hasn't. I just thought Rick made a new Twitter. Nope. 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 No, he hasn't. No, he has not. No, he has but, not. Me... By the way, there are major. There's been a major MCU thing, but we'll get to that later. One Where second, is me, it? Uh, pull up. I'm I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Um, Rick Radis. So sorry. We're all going away from it. No, he did not. Uh. Bravo, bravo. That's amazing. I like it. I like it. I he's he to me that is top top heel work. A hundred percent. But yeah, did you have anything else to talk about the Horowitz Newman match? No, not too much. I mean it was just a great match and I'm excited for the next next time you see Newman Newman play, I think he's Against playing a different kind of game. Page. Oh, that's Paige gonna, oh, that's Trabetti just gonna be great. Versus Griffey Nooms. Got a question for you. How many words are gonna be hot? Because so many of them so, words are gonna be thrown. Which ones are gonna be the hottest? Well, as of right now, where this is that match is gonna be incredible in the promos and people going back and forth. But mm-hmm. right now, you're not gonna see a whole lot from either of the two. Due to the fact that they're going to be waiting till after this Rick the Rager match, because they're, you say they're, that, but they're one, heating that up. But they're heating that you, up so bad. Look, the moment Paige won her match, she was already going straight for Ben. <laughs> yeah, Paige crashing the match and throwing shade at the Yankees. Let's go. Uh Paige is awesome. I I I I hope we get to interview Paige one day. I yes. actually do plan on maybe reaching out to her maybe and getting an interview maybe before this match if we can because I would love to interview Paige. So we're now down to the final match of the New York Live event. Marisol McKee, Chance Ellison. For the title, Marisol retains final score 21-20. What were your thoughts? 
I, I want your thoughts first. Oh, man. That five was tough for Ellison. And I I felt the lead-up to this match was great. The promos were incredible. The That great the sh- promo at, right before the match started? And then Shannon's response? Mwah! Beautiful. That's why, that's why I almost went for um for Shannon. Oh, I understand. Those spoof oh. questions were rough on chance. Yes, like that that, hurt that me. category is a rough category. I I didn't even know what half of those movies were. I didn't know that was a category. I knew it was. I just didn't know what the movies were. Like the only one I got right was the Weird Al Yankovic one was and it was just because I made a guess. That move those movies were rough and it was was that that was that wasn't a punt choice, was it? No. It was a respin. Because no. he landed on he landed on one category, didn't like it, respun it, landed on Meryl Streep, spun it again. Oh yeah, yes. I, I've already got Marisol uh, as comeback player of the year. I if, I think she is. I think she's I'll go got even it. further. I'll go even further. If Ethan loses, if Lightning Time loses to Shazam, Marisol should be considered for player of the year. I think if she defends it spectacular, she's player of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I I really do. If she defends it spectacular, she's player of the year. Now. If Lightning Time beats Shazam for the team's belt, that's when we start putting Ethan like as a front runner for player of the year. I don't know. That loss really did hurt Ethan. But you gotta think about it. He won the singles belt. And if he beat Shazam, he's won the team's belt. He'd won two belts in one year. Well, and and what we'll go ahead and say this match was incredible. Um, you'll have a reaction from Eli later on the week from this match. It's going to be When the video go live. But the conversation I want to have before we get into predictions is the question, the conversation we were going to talk, you were asking earlier, and this is probably the conversation a lot of people are not super excited to have, but... Oh, I thought you had a graphic ready. I was was expecting you to like... This. No, no, I thought since it's this conversation, we can have me and you talk. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts? And oh, also, um, Brian, that's, that's my lightning time versus Shazam is last in person match for Spectacular. Oh, wow. Oh, that's going to be a good match. I cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm. But and it looks like we've got five people in the chat. If y'all would please like and comment on the video, please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, but please like the video so more people can watch. Because this conversation, oh yeah, this conversation is going to be the fun one. What's your thoughts? Sean Drew using Paul Yama's uh, title shot. Okay, I have two. I have two thoughts. One, again, like the the two thoughts are one how the like one storyline based, the other one is the actual match base. The storyline one is, in storyline, will they go, oh, Paul really did give him the shot, and everything that's happening, or are they going to do a complete storyline of Paul going, no, I didn't give him anything. He just 
is saying all that. I didn't give him my title shot. He's just saying he did. And then Chandra going, oh, no, no, no. You gave, you get, you're letting me have the title shot since you're not going to use it. You're going to give it to me. And exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, again, the two things. Whereas that's the storyline wise of all that. But then another one, it could be like, maybe Paul is unable to do a singles title match or a team's title match. Maybe he doesn't want to. And so he knows he's going to have it. So he's going to go ahead and give it to someone who will actually use it. So he's giving it to Chandru. And and then coming into the match wise. This will make Paul want to leave swag. Exactly. The <sighs> into the match wise, depending on who wins, it will depend. It will, it's going to hundred percent depend on who wins. If Amaru wins, I'm going to be happy to see that match. Because it's going to be a fresh match. Amaru versus Chandru. If Mike wins, I don't know how I'm going to feel seeing a rematch between those two so soon after they've already had their first match. Especially that last match. That last match mm-hmm. was such a... Honestly, it might go down as match of the year. It, it, it Honestly, it was. it is my favorite match of this season. And I don't want... The first word that came to mind is that if it's Mike winning, I feel like this title match on like with the title shot on that, I feel like it undermines the first match. Cause usually you have to build back up to your second match. Like Chandru would have to go through this entire road and build back up to Mike Chandru too. Like we gotta build back to that. He's gotta build himself back up. But then Paul giving it to him and saying, oh, Chandru, Intergeekdom title match, go. And again, that's the thing with um, just this entire free-for-all title shot in general. Because now, if Paul were to say, oh, I'm out of the tournament, but I'm cashing in my title shot before Spectacular for the singles belt, then I'd be like, oh, that's great. Or team's belt. Or team's belt. Or team's belt. Because we've seen Final Exam fight for it. Or we've seen Final Exam fight their way towards trying to get a belt. And we're like, yes, they're finally getting one last run. One final hurrah. If it's a singles title belt, then they're like, oh, great. Paul's been, we've seen Paul fight throughout this entire season. He hasn't had it. He hasn't gotten the shot yet. And now we're getting it. But Chandru getting the another match after he held it at the top of the season, had a small fight to the title another title match, getting that title match, losing that title match, and then having it a second title match if if Mike wins happen so soon, or if Amaru having another title match happen so soon after his first one, I don't know. This feel again, I don't want to say feel it right, feels does it? I don't want to say it does it doesn't feel right because that's like that's just how this is implemented. That is this match. That is the rule of free for all. If you win, yeah. you get a title shot at any time. Yeah, but it's just, and I, and I don't want to. It could it be because Chandra, you're Paul. doing, yeah, and it, it feels, feels. I mean, I, don't that, know. I think I, that's the problem. That is the problem. And again, this is Chandra doing great heel work as always. The problem right. is Paul cashing it in for any title. It feels earned because he earned that shot. He was in the free for all. He won it. So it is him getting the belt or getting the title match. Chandru 
was not in the free for all. He did not mm-hmm. earn this title match. He did. He earned a title match in August and he lost it. We're only two months what? since then. And well, we'll look at this. Uh, Brian Nussbaum, does that mean it'll be a triple threat at Spectacular? No, this match seems like it's going to be before Spectacular. Chandra even like said, be... Chandra even said he is cashing it in before Spectacular. Right. And then um, Leo Logan, it, imagine if this backfires on Chandra, if it happens. Honestly, this is gonna, if it backfires on him, it's still not going to feel good. It's just going to no. be like, oh, wow, this feels wasted. But if he wins, it's like, yay, you won because you didn't deserve it. You didn't you, earn it. You, he'll, and again, the heel, like, swag and Chandra will spin it like oh no I did earn it see I played this entire match I earned this title but you didn't earn that match Paul earned that match if anything I know Paul wouldn't but if anything if they're gonna cash in on the IG belt it should be Paul playing it because he earned that title match Paul earned the team's title match Paul earned the singles title match Chandru didn't earn it. And again, this could be again, I don't know, like I don't know how to look at it. It feels weird. It feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know how to look at it. I don't know if I should look at it as kayfabe. <laughs> Christian, you weren't you weren't supposed to be here. Yeah, that was the best line. That's the best comeback to Chandru. And I don't know how to I look guess, at it. I don't know if I should I, look I at it weird. as kayfabe wise or like actual match wise. Like, cause we don't know the real world implications of why no. Paul can't cash in. We don't know. So we're just... It, might, it could be one it of those things that where... Paul wins the tournament. We don't know. Yeah. Or like Paul goes very deep into the tournament. Like Because we, we don't know when, if they've already filmed all the tournament stuff. And no. it could be one of I, those that Paul can't... Like, again, Paul can't cash in. And so because of that, they're like, oh, like Christian was like, oh, since you can't do that, We'll make this into a story and you can give it to Chandra. And let me ask you this Would you feel better if they waited to use this title match instead of giving it to Chandra? But if Laura Kelly did not make it through the tournament, if she were to lose the gold leader, let's say, would you feel better about Laura using the title shot against Thomas? I feel like I would feel, and I don't, again, it could just be Chandra's such a great heel, and that's why I'm I know, way. right? But I feel like if they gave it to Laura Kelly, if he if she loses, I feel like if they gave the title match to Laura Kelly and saying, hey, Thomas Harper, you got to defend the Star Wars belt before Spectacular against Laura Kelly, I feel like that would be better because through seeing her in the tournament, seeing the previous title match, well, okay, I'll take the title match out. Seeing her in the tournament seeing what she did earlier on this year and her not playing that much this year, I'd be like, okay, she has earned this second title match. Because... Would you feel better about Chandru being in it if Chandru had been in the Inner Geekdom tournament? Hmm. If Chandru was in the Inner Geekdom tournament, would I feel bad? But it lost a lot right before the end. I would not. I would not be this upset. Yeah. Because again, it would be one of those... It would be one of those instances of Chandru had to play to get to get a title match, but he was unable to successfully get that title match because he was eliminated in the tournament. 
So therefore, he is Paul's giving him the title shot, and I'm like, okay, you played in the tournament to get this because it it was one of those your last match was not the title match was not a title match. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that's irritating me, that your literal last match was a title match. You need to earn another title match, not like you need to you need to earn it, not Paul earn it for you. You let me ask you this. And this was a question on Eurosmell, and we'll dive into predictions after this question. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think he is getting heel heat or going away or go away heat? Well, if you notice throughout, like if you watch back the the event, he was at. They were like people cheering for him, and it's because they love his character work. But if he he's getting really good heel heat, he's getting really good heel heat. However, if he keeps on tipping his hand a little too much, like if he keeps on pushing and pushing and pushing, he's gonna start getting go away heat, and I don't want that do for th- him. Do you think he's close? I think he's getting he's inching there. I think I think if he had um I think he was at heel heat after the mic match. It it was like this big battle for him to lose, but now that they're bringing him back, it's like no, no, we we needed time away from Chandra. I mm-hmm. think we needed time away from the heel. Because that's that will always work with that and Andrew Guy. You yeah. had some space between Andrew Guy being Andrew Guy. But not, but not having that sp- space with Chandru, I'm a, I, I think you're right. I'm afraid he's going to lean into go away heat. Yeah, he, he needed time. They, they pulled the gun too soon. They pulled the trigger too soon on a rematch yeah. between him and a potential rematch between him and Mike, or a match between him and Amaru. They pulled the trigger too soon. They should have waited. They should have got. They should have had him earn it. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. for sure. I would love to have seen him in cosplay, but not, not now. Again, they, they pulled the trigger too soon. They, I feel like they mildly panicked when they saw Paul couldn't cash in anything, or like they were like, "Oh, we don't want to do anything." You, you guys want final exam to cash in? And they're like, "No, we don't really want to do final exam anymore." Like, okay, and then whatever behind the scenes thing is happening with Paul in the tournament, they're like, "Ah, we can't do that. Give it the Chandra." I know, right? So they let's panicked. go into our predictions for this uh, match. We have already watched Alex Damon versus Molly Damon, but we <laughs> went ahead and predicted before the match started, so we can give our predictions before it started. Uh, what did you give for this match, Eli? I predicted Molly. I predicted Alex Damon. So, Moving next. On. We just got to keep going on that because we already pre- predicted. Press mm-hmm. room versus Ogard. You go first. Who do you think? I'm picking press room. I feel like after that loss against um, Griffin Newman, um, Josh is very, very much wants to get that win back. Also, him and Perry put them together, and they're a powerhouse team. Alonzo and Mark, I'm ugh, again, Alonzo and Mark, it's really hard to determine how they're going to play. They could be great. They could be bad. We saw what happened with Alonzo earlier in the singles tournament, so we'll see. I just have I I feel more confident saying press room than Odegaard. See Jesse, if you're still here, I picked a quirky Mertz. <laughs> I gotta go with press room. Odegaard to me is a very interesting team. They could be great or they could be ugh. Mm-hmm. And sadly, I'm afraid Mark Riley is getting close to retirement. I just have a feeling. He's like literally the old guard is going away. The only one from the original old guard that might be staying is Dan. 
Yeah, I'm just, I just have this feeling he's not, Riley just hasn't felt as in it, and I know he's had some losses, but I don't know, it's just he has not felt as in it as other times. I would find it interesting if you had a Riley versus Roka match to end it all. If that's the match, if that is the match, let's go. That would be an interesting way to end Roka season. And I think Riley, with how busy he is and his YouTube channel really starting to pick up and the with things the they're doing. Association, yeah. What a great channel. Um, yeah. I just have a feeling that Riley might be close to being done. I yeah. might be wrong. I might be absolutely wrong. It's just, I just have this weird feeling about it. So if you had a Roka Riley match to end the season, to end both careers. Oh, what matches. Yeah. And so then the next one, or the final match for this week, it's a short week, is Dan Merle versus Lon Harris. Who you got? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not going to explain why I have Dan. It's, it's self-explanatory. Look, it's nothing so, against Lon, but... <laughs> it depends what Lon we get. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, nothing against Dan, or nothing against Lon, but... Damn. Lon has some weird matches. Like Lon, sometimes he's like super in it, and sometimes he's just kind of there. If he if Dan plays the way he played against Jessica and Lon plays the way he played against King Khan, maybe there may be like it may be even, but yeah. Yeah. I mean that's, anything else? That's the bad part. No, I mean that's it for these matches. Um all right, you want to end is, the show? Yeah, let's end it out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching us live and on the replay. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us on Twitter at GalaxyGeeks1 and on Instagram at GalaxyGeeksEL, just in case that got cut out when I was trying to do the rapid intro at the beginning. And yeah, we're always here. Hit the like button if you like this. Hit the subscribe button, that way you'll be up to date with all the videos we have here. Hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever a new video comes your way. All that being said, I've been your host, Neil McKegg. That has been... Hold on. Where my thumb? Thumb. Luke. Yeah, you're Spider, good. You're good. You're good. There's been Luke. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day.